0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from situation fluid 6098 from the true off my chest subreddit and says ending my five-year marriage over a paternity test my mother-in-law requested i'll try my best not to make this a word war i don't know where to start this whole situation is embarrassing and i am just done with it i've been with my husband for five years now married for three Well, long story short, his mum was always overwhelming and bold with her input on everything to put it nicely. I genuinely think it's not fair to be mad at your partner for something he didn't do himself. He can't control what his mum does or says. But what's also not fair is him not addressing it when I am clearly uncomfortable or upset and instead just talking me into brushing it off or going with it. I never, nor would I ever, have a back and forth with my mother-in-law. Just not worth barking at each other i always kind of brush it off as if it's a snarky comment or if it's a better way to do something in her opinion i'll just tell her thanks for the suggestion but we are fine it's actually true the saying when you marry someone you marry their family i think the way to handle it is each spouse should keep his side of the family in line for lack of a better way to say it i deal with my parents and their shenanigans and i expected him to do the same he never did He always asks me to give her some grace. Well, it's hard when that person is insulting you. For a while now, she has been making comments about how my son doesn't look like my husband when he was a toddler, basically accusing me of sleeping around. This, rightfully so, upset me. Sorry, my genes are strong. What do I tell you? I was short with my husband because he didn't address how out of pocket and disrespectful this whole thing is. There's been a week since my husband, well, soon to be ex-husband, told me that he'd be doing a paternity DNA test. Not because he thinks that is not his son, but to shut his mum up. Yes, exactly what you read. I don't know which one is worse, him accusing me of cheating or this shit, but all I know is this is audacious. I didn't cheat, and I'm not concerned one bit about the test results. I wasn't going to stop him from taking a DNA test or whatever, but I just know I don't want to deal with this any longer. I'm looking for an apartment, and... Talking to a lawyer the day after he brought this DNA testing up. And I've been acting more than normal since. We'll be getting the results in two days. I can't wait. We'll be also getting divorce papers with that too. I know for a fact he won't see it coming. I tried my best to make this whole thing work and manage my relationship with my mother in law as gracefully as possible. But thinking about it, it's not just my mother in law that's the problem, but how he is handling things is also a problem. And a side note, I'd never been more glad that I didn't leave my job when I got married. It makes more than enough to take care of the financial side of things. I thought I would get bored. I only have to be on site two days per week. Also, I really love my job and the company, so I didn't leave. Best decision I ever made. Is unreliable, to say the least. I know that divorce can be hard on kids, but I experienced the other side. Living with two parents that hated each other and violently fought almost all the time is as hard, maybe even harder. They thought that staying together would be good for me and my siblings. Newsflash, it wasn't. It was traumatizing to say the least. I don't remember. I either read somewhere or maybe my therapist told me that when you fight with your spouse, you shouldn't see it as me versus you, but more like me and you versus the particular situation or problem on hand and try to figure it out. But it's really hard to do when you start hating that person. I don't want my son to live like that because I tell one thing, I just can't stand my husband anymore. I don't know if this is a weird way of saying it but i just don't respect him anymore if that makes sense i just see an unreliable man and i know for a fact that our fights won't be the same as before i would have said what a waste of five years but i have a sweet and smart gremlin now and having a child really pushes you to be better and do better so i can't complain we see this situation a lot in these stories where spouses are not dealing with their own family and you know in this particular case accusing op of cheating And what's mother-in-law expecting, you know? The results are going to be that he's the father in this situation. Is she expecting, like, all these relationships now to go back to normal? Now that you've accused someone of cheating, that you don't trust them. I mean, OP's never going to look at mother-in-law the same way again. I mean, it sounds like it was a deteriorating relationship anyway. But that is just sort of the nail in the coffin, isn't it? And the fact that he just turned around and said, you know, let's just do this to please her is just a slap in the face isn't it but kiki v says my husband and i have a rule that he deals with his parents and i deal with mine we also make sure that we are a united front in front of them we can disagree privately but they know that they will get the same answer out of both of us so not to bother trying to play us against each other we also both stand up for each other every single time all of our parents fully understand that we put each other first and them second everyone gets along for the most part and i think this is why Opie says, I like this comment. This is exactly what a healthy relationship would look like, in my opinion. Hearing each other out, being respectful to our parents, yet putting our foot down when needed. I don't know. It just seems like he can't or maybe don't want to put his foot down when it comes to his mother. Either way, not my problem anymore. Witch on a moped. (laughs) What a name. I love that. I'm sorry this has gone this way for you. Your mother-in-law sounds like a real piece of work and him not standing up for you and telling his mother if she makes another comment about you, deceiving your husband with a whole ass baby. He'll go no contact is so bizarre to me. He sounds like a mama's boy that has no spine. Getting a paternity test done for mama, can see, is so gross. I'd lose respect for him too. Good luck in your future endeavors and hopefully those divorce papers slap his ass back to reality. Now his mummy can have a precious son back and they can be together, weirdos. Commenter says, I hope you talked to your lawyer about restricting mother-in-law's access to your kid under supervision for custody arrangement. There's a chance she might try to turn your kid against you. Opie says, I saw a lot of comments like this. I kind of forgot about this, as it's not like I don't want my son to have a relationship with his father's side of the family, but this is something I would definitely discuss with my lawyer. Thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. And one more comment from mellybell 24 who says, she's basically saying your son isn't her grandchild. Perfect. Since that's the case, it won't bother her one bit and she won't see them anymore after divorce. Slash sarcasm. When talking about custody with your lawyer, please explore all options that limit or deny her access to your child. Parental alienation is a legit issue and he should be aware that if for some weird reason his mother should spend time around random kid that's not related to her and she tries to badmouth you to your son or in front of your son, you're happy to let your lawyer know. Some people will say that if there's nothing to worry about with a paternity test, why divorce? Your husband's unilateral decision demonstrated a lack of respect, trust in you, and love. He quite literally broke his marriage vows. He chose this course of action. He just left it for you to take care of. It'd be one thing if it had been a discussion you both made, together, the two of you, as a couple, jointly. And that's so sad to me. He could have opened his mouth and initiated a conversation. I'm so sorry. I can't imagine how painful this has been and how that's been magnified by working to dissolve your marriage. Remember that self-care is important. It could take some time for you. Even if it's a walk around the block alone, listen to music or a podcast or sitting on the porch daydreaming. But Opie does add an update that says, The day he was supposed to receive the results, I called my father-in-law and invited them to come over that evening. He was working when he got the results. He sent them to me and told me that he would talk to his mother to finally put this to rest. I informed him that I already invited them for this evening and I'm just waiting for my apology before I leave. I asked that he come home so we can talk before they come over. He called and I basically told him that this is not working for me anymore. I've already talked to an attorney, filed for divorce and it might be more expensive than a paternity test but it would be more effective making his mother happy. And no, I don't care that he was working when I told him. I don't think you would have either. He left work and came home. Long story short, we had a spectacular fight. He said that I'm not thinking about my son and I'm overreacting because it's not like he went behind my back. And if he knew that I was this upset, he wouldn't have done it. But he knew. We thought about it when he brought it up. He just didn't care. When I gave him the divorce papers, he said he's not signing anything and he'll ask his mother to apologize when his parents arrive and get done with this. Listen, I don't need him to sign it to get a divorce. It would only make things more complicated. That's it. His mother said she has nothing to apologize for, she wouldn't apologize for having suspicions, she didn't accuse me of anything and I can leave if I want to, so that's that. I did leave that night because I wasn't going to get an apology and he didn't seem to understand that him reinforcing that it's okay for her to meddle is why I want a divorce in the first place. He eventually told his parents he'd be coming over from time to time to check up on them. He's their only child and not to bother coming over anymore until she apologizes she wasn't amused she told me i am taking her son away and some and some whore would take my son too she is not someone that you can talk to i'll tell you that much it's like talking to a wall. all she knows is insulting or being passive aggressive on a good day we're not getting a divorce we talked the day after he said i can always file for a divorce but we should at least try couples counseling because he doesn't want to co-parent edit he doesn't want to lose his son plain and simple Although it's not like if we were to get divorced, he wouldn't be able to see his son, but whatever. He did say when he talked the second time that he can see how he was wrong, especially knowing his mother. He also mentioned that he had just shut her down if she meddles this time. But what can I do with just words? I hope he can learn a thing or two on how to deal with his mother in counseling because she is truly overwhelming. If counseling would help him understand that a couple means two people, not three, and our marriage is a bit crowded right now, that's enough for me. People saying that I am overreacting in my last post made me ask myself, do I actually want a divorce or am I just mad? I wanted the divorce at the time. It seemed like the only solution, but if counseling would help us, I can try to work things out. I hope this is a good decision. If not, I am stuck. I'll take my son and leave. I have a friend who got divorced in 20 days, an uncontested divorce. When you're on the same page regarding how things would be divided, including custody, it's a matter of how long the court would take to review and finalize the divorce and you'll be done. That was my plan. Nonetheless, I am the one working from home and my son is still young. It's totally up to him. If he wants to see his son every day when he gets off work or if he wants to see his son just a couple of times per week because I am not tolerating this anymore. Oh, one last thing. People in my last post were debating if paternity tests should be mandatory or not. I thought that from what I wrote, it was clear I didn't cheat and have nothing against the paternity test itself. It should be obvious to everyone that it's not fair for the child nor the man to be tricked into living a lie. If he was the one who had suspicions, that's a big deal. We would have talked about why he thinks that, taken the paternity test for his peace of mind and made sure we can trust each other and move on, All without anyone interfering, let alone requesting the fucking paternity test. And a commenter after this one was questioning the husband's intentions and will he actually change, etc. And op responded saying, I can see where you are coming from. Me staying in trying couples counseling is more for peace of mind. If we do end up getting a divorce, I can confidently tell my son when he grows up that I really tried everything. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to try my best to make things work. Maybe he does mean it this time, or maybe he doesn't, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. All I know is is she ended in my life in some shape or form. I already found a couple of apartments I liked last time. And I thought that was definitely going to continue down the divorce route the way Opie was so adamant about it. I couldn't see her like trying counseling or anything like that. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. and Let's move on to another story. Now our next story does come with an update as well from mc 96 who says My 27 male ex-girlfriend, 26 female, wants to try again. And before we do get into this story, I do want to give you a warning that it does contain talk of PPD and child neglect. If you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. My ex-girlfriend and I first got together six years ago. And from day one, we got on like two peas in a pod and after two and a half years together, she fell pregnant. We'd spoken about kids before, and we both wanted a family, but not after just two years together. We spoke about it a lot, asked a few of our friends that already have kids, and eventually decided to go for it. We also agreed that even if our relationship doesn't last, our child's well-being would always come first. Right before the lockdown in 2020, three weeks before the due date, we welcomed a perfect little girl, and both of us were completely infatuated. It was a big adjustment but our girl was an angel and we settled into parenthood rather quickly everything was going great at first but three months later it all changed i was working late when i got a text from my mother to tell my mum. girlfriend dropped her daughter off with her while she ran some errands but four hours later she hadn't returned and now she wasn't answering her phone i called too but she didn't answer me either i got out of work collected my daughter and went home to find a note from my girlfriend She said that she couldn't handle the stress of lockdown and the baby and she needed some time to clear her head. She also said not to call and that we would talk soon. But days turned to weeks with no contact from her or anyone else other than her sister who visited her niece often but never mentioned my girlfriend. Fast forward three years and my ex-girlfriend is slowly starting to reach out again. It was slow at first, liking photos of our girl on Instagram and the odd comment but that was until last week. She sent me a text saying that she had seen how well our daughter and I were doing and asking if we could meet up. I was reluctant but we agreed before our daughter was born that her well-being is what mattered the most so reluctantly I agreed to meet for a coffee so she can see our girl. But I'm having second thoughts. How do I forgive her for walking out on me and more importantly on our daughter? And we're starting the comments with The Crown and Anchor who says 1. Get a family law attorney. Two, tell your girlfriend that if she wants to be involved in her child's life that she will have to petition the courts and start paying you back child support. Three, do not let her emotionally manipulate you. She abandoned her child. If she did it once, she'll do it again. Cancel the coffee date. Talk to a lawyer. Do exactly what the lawyer says. You're owed child support and she should have to prove she is stable enough to be in your daughter's life. Because right now, your kid doesn't know her mom. But if she abandons her again, your kid will deal with that trauma for the rest of her life. It's your job to protect this child, even if it's from her own mother. So tell her point blank. She has to prove she is worthy of being in your daughter's life and that she is not going to run away again. Blip Blip Bingo says, It's natural for you to have second thoughts and I agree with another commenter that your daughter shouldn't be at your first meeting with her. It's going to be an emotional situation. You're upset, she feels guilty and your daughter will be confused. Tell her that you need to meet one-on-one first so she isn't surprised to find you alone. I'm going to suggest that you give her a safe space to talk about what happened and that you mostly listen with compassion and love. Understand that just three years of building regret and you can't afford to have that situation go sideways. So no matter what, be patient and kind. She has to know that there is a path forward. Also, it would be an excellent idea to speak to an attorney who specializes in family law. And at minimum, you're all going to want to talk to a therapist. So around 10 days or so later, Opie updates the post and says, As agreed, my ex and I met up a few days ago in a local cafe, and I got there early to try and work out what I was going to say to her after three years. While I hadn't mentioned in my original post, I had no intention of bringing our daughter along. My ex had contact numbers of my family members, so she was with a co-worker. And when my ex arrived, she was a little disappointed, but not all that surprised to see I was alone. The next few minutes mainly consisted of small talk before we eventually addressed the enormous elephant in the room. Where has she been hiding for three years of our daughter's life? She admitted that she suffered a lot with postpartum depression and she couldn't bear to show it in front of our girl. She acknowledged that leaving the way she did was wrong, but she wanted to be able to focus solely on herself while she got therapy. I asked why it took her three years to resurface. She sent a text for our daughter's first birthday, but that was it. And she broke down admitting that she was so scared of what i thought of her for disappearing in a way she was right to be scared because while i could come to terms with being dumped i was furious because she left our daughter throughout our conversation i could tell she's grown a lot as a person over the last few years which is something we spoke for well over an hour and when i finally got up to leave she asked where we stood i told her that i appreciate that she's been really trying to turn over a new leaf but it's going to take time for me to fully move on but as a show of good faith i showed her a video of our girl It's about six to seven months old, but it's my favorite. It's her and one of my dad's cows mooing at each other. Just before I left, I got her phone number so we can maintain a bit of proper contact rather than through social media. And I agreed to send her a couple of photos of our girl. I appreciate all the advice I got last time and I'm wondering where my ex and I go from here. My hope is that we can coexist and maintain a healthy friendship for our daughter's sake. But after what happened before, it's hard to fully trust my ex. What do you guys think? Side note, two things I didn't mention to my ex. I have zero intentions of rekindling our relationship. I'm open to co-parenting if she can prove she's not going to pull another disappearing act, but that's it. I really loved her once, but I'm a different person now, and that ship has well and truly sailed. At one point, I considered putting our girl up for adoption. She was about nine months at the time. I was mentally and emotionally drained. Work was stressing me out, and coming home to my daughter just didn't give me any joy as much as I love her. I was going through the process but one night i looked at her in her cot and she looked back at me and the look on her little face a cute little smile and her blue eyes shining like i was her whole world it told me that things would get better so i cancelled the adoption and never looked back Opie updates one more time a few weeks later and says it's been a few weeks so i thought i'd give another update regarding progress with my ex first off thanks to everyone for the advice and support it's been such a huge help so down to business Per my ex's request, I accompanied her to a session with a therapist that she and my ex have made good progress, but she still has some issues to work through, specifically her relationship with her parent. She told me they separated and her mother had a temper, but I didn't know how bad it really was. After the session, my ex left and I hung on for a minute to ask her therapist for her opinion regarding reintroducing my daughter to my ex. She recommended holding off for now and offered me a free session to talk about it, so I'm going to see her next week. On a more positive note, my daughter started preschool two weeks ago. She's already making friends and has been absolutely loving life. And I sent my ex a few photos of our girl to show some support so things are looking up. Thanks again to everyone that has commented so far. The support I got has been incredible. Makes the struggle of raising a child alone a little better. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.